scab for the bosses don't listen to their lies as poor folks haven't got a chance lest we organize which side what's up everybody uh, I have fucking mom <laughs> my name is Taylor I'm 25 and I have fucking mono 26 years old and I have fucking mono <laughs> And I never learned how to not get mono. Apparently. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. That's a fun thing. Yeah. He's asymptomatic. I mean, very. I have not felt. I mean, I feel like the biggest, like, symptom of mono is you get, like, fatigued, you know? Mm. Do you, how do you feel? I have not felt. You're feeling good? Yeah, for the most part. High energy at all times. Pretty much, yeah. Like a gerbil it's- running on a wheel. <laughs> exactly. As high as like my energy just like can get, yeah, know, like which is pretty, which is like pretty chill most of the yeah, time. But that's true. But yeah, and nothing, nothing out of the ordinary, I suppose. Yeah, just these you know giant red ulcers on my back. But other <sighs> but than that's that, <laughs> that's been there. <laughs> that's normal for a while. <laughs> Actually, I have shingles. It's wild. Oh shit, shingles too. Shingles, this is, you're listening to Shinglecast. Shinglecast! <laughs> the podcast where we talk about shingles, baby. Not to be confused with Jinglecast, which is Santa's podcast. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. No, Shinglecast, <laughs> this is where we talk about, yeah, our experiences with shingles. Of course. I do know someone that has had shingles. Me too. Me as well. It's pretty common, it's actually. Pretty, it's, it's not normal. that cool of a <laughs> fact. <laughs> In fact, it's kind of pretty normal it's uh average and guess what if you've had shingles you're cool and don't feel bad about it and also if you have if you have currently mono start a forum with taylor about please. what it's like to have mono <laughs> please i'm starting a subreddit <laughs> yeah r slash mono havers mono folks mono folks uh phoebe what fucking podcast are they actually listening to oh right uh this is remarks cast the, the remarks the podcast the only podcast about remarks yes and jizz and j- oh so much a lot it's been a minute since we've talked about yeah no for sure <laughs> things uh, have been kind of crazy i was all. gonna say yeah we've been i wouldn't say off our game but we've just been not as like mm, chatty jizzy jazzy like yeah. we've been uh yeah it's just been literally every single thing that could be going on in our lives is yeah so pretty much I give mean, or take Give or take, a yeah. Few. Like I feel like all between the two of us, like anything you can yeah. imagine has probably happened. Yeah, it's like Murphy's Law or something. It's true, it's something. <laughs> Murphy's podcast host Law. Yeah, no, for sure. But you know, but so here we are. I'm feeling like we have a little more like rapport going on. Yeah, today. some, some <laughs> going on right now. <laughs> oh man, but we're back. We're back, and we have more episodes for you. Oh, I'm Phoebe, and I am Taylor, and we are the hosts of this episode of this podcast you're listening to and all of the other episodes of this particular podcast we're also the hosts of charlie 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 xcx Char- yes exactly turn that my charlie xcx exactly. song up <laughs> <laughs> uh lovely oh by the way your uh teeth gems are very nice <laughs> thank you they're them. fun my shout out my friend katie she does these cute little tooth gems and they're i feel cute shout i feel like katie. Bing. i have little sparkles on my canine yeah. teeth i feel like a fun vampire so, so that's cool. Taylor's looking cute in his little um, yeah. beanie. Yeah, winter, winter. Taylor yeah, it's getting out. it's getting chilly. It is chilly. It is chilly. Did you know that Daniel calls his hats toboggans? Because that's what they call them in fucking. Wait, 
the south the uh, maybe in the south i know in canada they call him something fucking dumb yeah they call torques right yeah something like that right yeah i think so to- or tooks tooks yeah is that what it is yeah something i don't know anyway but toboggans i guess mm-hmm. anyway taylor what are we talking <laughs> about here today it is the final episode yes in what was cult month last month but as we just said things have been insane yeah. so we're dipping into november a little bit and we're extending you know the halloween vibes i guess or just like the really uh sad yeah, the <laughs> upsetting s- vibes for y'all <laughs> true and you know like we we like researching cults like that's it's very that's interesting we do cult month is because yeah. we're both interested in it so exactly so it's like who we cares? wanted to do four episodes about cults and amen god damn it we're gonna and <laughs> by god's green thumb Mm-hmm. Here we are. Yeah, no, that's what I was going to yeah. say. <laughs> well, well, well. For sure. Uh, I guess, I think, did you go first last time? I believe I did. And I will go first this time. Take it away. All right. I'm talking about someone you may have heard of named uh, Charles Manson. Yeah, we up. Stand up guy, friend mm. of the pod. Mm. Pretty unproblematic all around, really. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely doesn't didn't have a fucking swastika, swastika carved yeah. into his forehead. Yeah, that if that's any indication that it's just like don't like mm-hmm. not a good per- just turn the other way. Yeah, yeah. Walk the other way. Pretty strange. That was kind of after all of the everything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. But I mean, definitely, yeah. Some issues. Uh, so Charles- some issues. <laughs> Couple. <laughs> An issue or two. Yeah. Uh, born November twelfth, nineteen thirty four. Uh, to a 15-year-old Kathleen Manson, Bauer uh, Cavender, Cavender, yeah, in Cincinnati, Ohio. Father seems to have been uh, col- sorry, I can't read what I fucking wrote. <laughs> uh, Colonel Walker Henderson. Oh, Colonel's the worst word ever. I know. Yeah, yeah, I like fucked it up, so it's like scribbled out. Uh, his mother was 15. Yeah, woof. woof. Which I mean, for then. But still, even then, I mean, yeah, <laughs> fifteen still is young as fuck for sure. In August of 1934, uh, she married William Eugene Manson, uh, and uh, Maddox. Which I actually, yeah. So Kathleen Manson, Bauer, Cavendier. I think her she has a Maddox in there somewhere too. Goodness, but she would go on drinking sprees with her brother Luther um, just around this time. And on August 1st of 1931, or sorry, 39, her and her brother were arrested for assault and robbery. Woof. So all that to kind of illustrate that, like, from day one, Charles Manson, not the best home life going on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Didn't have uh, what the people in the biz would call a, uh, like, safe childhood. He <laughs> 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 wasn't well-nurtured. Yes. Um. Manson was placed in a or placed in family care in West Virginia. Mom paroled in 1942, so a few years later. Charles said uh, that these t- this time when he was in West Virginia in this like in like care of other family members was the best weeks of his life. Oh no! Mm-hmm. Said, uh, pull this up. <laughs> so. To kind of get into when he was like, you know, juvenile, or like a young kid, 
He said that he lit his school on fire when he was oh. nine years old. Oh, shit. Uh, and that's kind of unconfirmed. Like, no one like knows that that was true. I mean, I guess you could go and look at, like, school fires, but... Even mm-hmm. then, it's like maybe just like the school caught fire and he like took credit for it. Sure, he, he just obviously wanted said this to, like later on in life. Yeah, just be like edgy. Yeah, which is kind of all like Charles Manson ever really was was just yeah. like like a prototype edge lord that just got out of hand. <laughs> yeah, he went to uh, Gibalt School for Boys when he was thirteen, uh, where he would have been or would have had beatings by either a wooden paddle or a leather strap. Uh, it was said that at this school, like, the, you know, teachers and the people that would, like, monitor them would oftentimes let other kids, like, do the beatings and stuff. And, mm. you know, I mean. That's never good. Crazy thing. A school for boys in the early 1900s. Right. Abusive. Yeah. Wild. Not the best practices. Yeah. He ran away to Indianapolis and committed his first known crime, robbing a grocery store. He had a job delivering mail for Western Union and also uh, had some petty theft that he committed at this time as well. Again, this would have been, I mean, in 19, this would have been like the early, like 1950s, the late 1940s-ish. Yeah, he was caught in 1949, but a sympathetic judge sent him to Boys Town in Nebraska. (laughs) This is the name of the school, I suppose, which... Sign Boys Town, sign me up. All right, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> Cracking open a cold one. After four days, he acquired a gun and stole a car, um, committed two armed robberies, and then was arrested two weeks later. So he ended up like escaping Boys Town. Mm-hmm. Just constantly like getting the fuck out of these schools. But yeah, he was able to acquire a gun, committed two armed robberies, arrested, arrested two weeks later. Sheesh. So, a lot of crime going on, as you can probably tell. Yeah. Big crime guy. Big crime guy. <laughs> Which, like, if, you know, it's like not knowing anything about him if you didn't. It's like, well, okay, you know, this sounds like he was a troubled teen, had the worst life ever, and then was sent to a 1950s version of a troubled teen school, which I'm sure is even worse than what mm-hmm. we know. Yeah. And then, you know, ran away and, like committed troubled teen kind of crimes but it's like the blossoming of true who who he is who he became yeah so he was uh sent to indiana boys school um and allegedly was raped by other boys Mm. with staff encouragement again Mm. very shocking that you know abusive schools escaped in february of 1951 51 arrested in utah Hey. Went to uh, National Training School for Boys, which I believe was in Washington, D.C. So all this just to kind of say he was very much in and out of yeah, these places. Yeah, just didn't have stability. Uh, a caseworker who was kind of like dealing with him and did a psych evaluation deemed him aggressively antisocial, which, again, kind of yeah. tracks. <laughs> October of 1951, uh, Natural Bridge Honor Camp a minimum security institution is where he went out or he was sent off to January of 1952 cop raping a boy at knife point. So again, it's all kind of mm-hmm. coming together here. Mm-hmm. Uh, continued to commit eight dis- disciplinary offenses, three involuntary or yeah, three of them 
uh, being involved or involving homosexual acts, which I don't know. It doesn't, it didn't give any like details on if this, like, I assume they were not consensual, but yeah, it seems yeah. to be, but also case. I wouldn't put it past like a school at this time to be like, that is a disciplinary right, act, exactly. the act of homosexuality. Yeah. In uh, 1954, he was released early for good behavior and uh, married his wife, or at least his first wife, Rosalie Jean or Jean Willis, Uh, was arrested again in 1955 for driving a stolen car across state lines and sentenced to three years at Terminal Island, L.A., or Terminal Island in Los Angeles, Mm -hmm. which honestly... A bad name for a prison. Yeah, not good. <laughs> Terminal Island. Like, not what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> not encouraging in any no, way. No, no, not not at all. Uh, while in prison, Rosalie gave birth to Charles Manson Jr. Um, Rosalie filed for divorce in 1958. Probably a good call on her part. Mm-hmm. And Manson did receive five years of parole. Um, so. He, he was released and, you know, was on five parole for five years. He was uh, pimping out a 16-year-old girl by November of that same year. And after attempting to cash a forged U.S. treasure or for, a forged check, uh, U.S. Treasury check, he received a 10-year suspended sentence. Uh, Leanna, which was uh, this woman that he had met, made a plea to release him so that they could get married. And they did end up getting married. To the 16-year-old? No, no, no. The 16-year-old was a separate person. But Leanna was oh. another woman that he was pimping Okay, okay, well. okay. Um, Jesus. After getting married, he took her and another woman to New Mexico to uh, prostitute. He was arrested again and made to serve 10 years um, for kind of the same charge. He drove a line or a stolen car across state lines, mm. and he was made to serve the 10 years for that forged check because of that. They, like, let him off the hook uh, at first. Okay, I see. Yeah, then he was meant to, or was made to do that. In 1961, he was transferred to Washington and ba- began taking guitar lessons uh, from one of the inmates there, <laughs> which... Again, is like a funny detail, but obviously he like became a musician. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And surprisingly enough, I didn't realize like this was a wild fact that I had to look up, but was there in that prison uh, in Washington, he was there with Danny Trejo. Like, oh, my God. The machete guy. Yeah, machete. <laughs> yeah, ma- machete. Like he was there with Charles Manson in this prison. Son of a bitch. Yeah, crazy. Uh <laughs> Son of a bitch. Who would have thought? Not me. (laughs) Uh, Urban legend has it that he auditioned for the monkeys, um, like the, you know, the band Uh monkeys. uh But this uh, could not have been true because he was incarcerated at that time that they Mm. were holding auditions for the monkeys. (laughs) Um, He visited a clinic when moving to Berkeley. So Berkeley, California. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hay-Ashbury Free Medical Clinic, the founder being a David E. Smith, was studying the effects of LSD and meth on the counterculture movements. Who do you think funded the Hay-Ashbury Clinic? <laughs> Fucking MK Ultra. Yep, it was Bro. the good old CIA, baby. That's right. And I totally, yeah, when we were doing the MK Ultra, I completely forgot to mention mm-hmm. that this is a thing, and I'll let you get into it. But also, fucking um, Charles Diedrich, 
Synanon. Mm-hmm. He got MK Ultra, yeah. and that's why he started Synanon. I forgot to mention that as well it's, when I was on the yeah. on the on the MK Ultra episode. There's a lot of them. I think some people speculate that the Unabomber also. I think that was also a speculation, and then um, you know, and then there's like the some like actual hippie people that got yeah. got MK Ultra, and they were like, "This is sick." <laughs> Well, yeah, like, because a lot of the people, like, the hippie people, like, Jerry Garcia uh-huh. and them, like, they knew that they were doing LSD. Right, exactly. other people did not know yes. <laughs> they were doing that. Anyway, please. Anyway, uh, and I'm not going to get too into that, that whole shtick because this is more just about Charles Manson, mm-hmm. but uh, his f- first cult member was um, Mary Brunner, who he was staying on the couch of for a while, or... So he was supposed to crash for like a couple of days and it turned into a more permanent him crashing at her house. Right. Um, and then the second was a woman named Lynette, air quotes, squeaky from. Yeah. 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 Uh, he began to attract large crowds to hear him speak, would prey on vulnerable individuals and through LSD and unconventional, unconventional sexual practices. Attempted to oh. make them bend to his will. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, I think that by unconventional, you could probably say they were pretty unconsensual as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so it was definitely attracting. Uh, by April 1968, he attracted 20 followers, more, mostly women. Which again, kind of like the same as the yeah. uh, fucking anthill kids I did the yeah. other day. Like mostly women were kind of like. The ones that flock Which sits to wrong with me. Yeah. You know. Don't like it. Mm-mm. Uh, the core members included Charles Tex Watson, Bobby uh, Busoli, Busoli, I don't know, Mary Brunner, Susan Atkins, Patrick Krenwinkel, Krenwil- Krenwinkel, Leslie Van, and Leslie Van Hooten. They're mm-hmm. kind of like his like main. Yeah. Those main are definitely. Boys names that you hear yeah especially like susan atkins i feel like it, you care most people have heard of mm-hmm. her name squeaky from yeah uh it was sometimes in 1906 or yeah 1967 that uh susan or aka like for sadie for sure atkins discovered spawn ranch where the family would begin living eventually this is like where they kind mm-hmm. of did all their stuff Manson was in and out of prison and uh, added probation for various reasons across the next year or two. The cult uh, became a doomsday cult after Manson, who was a white supremacist and uh, a white supremacist, told followers that black people would rise up and kill all white people. But, however, black people were too stupid to lead themselves, Mm -hmm. which would lead to them letting Manson become their like master. Mm-hmm. Was uh was kind of his thought process? <laughs> sure, if you can call it that. I mean, I don't know. I think it's kind of ins. I mean, obviously, In- insane. Hot take. Uh, Charles Manson, <laughs> crazy person. Crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Weird. <laughs> but yeah, that's like so. That was kind of his whole like what he can at least convinced his followers of. I don't know how much he actually believed of it. I mean, he right. Obviously, was kind of off his fucking rocker, especially yeah. at the end of yeah. his life, but. I I mean, who knows? I would I would stretch to say that he probably believed that to mm-hmm. an extent for sure. Yeah, because I know some people think that like he he like 
was just like bummed that he wasn't going to have like musical success. Mm-hmm. So he, they were like, oh, so he was like trying to hold on to all of his followers. So he like started like coming up with this crazy conspiracies and stuff, which I kind of just think that, yeah, he was just a little insane and yeah. liked having influence over people. Yeah. Like I think it's a combo of mm-hmm. narcissism and antisocial personality disorder and, uh, uh, being evil. Yeah, being <laughs> racist and evil. Yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> Bad guy. Not good. good person. Anyway, you know what is good? <laughs> this ad, this little ad right here that we'll play for right sure. now. As we speak. And we say, ads... Come. As you are. <laughs> I did not realize. <laughs> come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. Give my butterfly, butterfly. sugar, yeah. baby. baby. So true. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like. I don't even feel like we need to do our podcast anymore because everything that needed to be said was said. That was it in that song. Like yeah. yeah. Close the books. Yeah. Like we don't need art. Art is dead, really. Like, yeah, after as, that. Yeah. <laughs> What's yeah. the point, really? <laughs> after whoever wrote that, that song. Come, my lady. Come, my lady. Yeah, who did write that song? I don't even know. Crazy Town? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> of course, Crazy Town. <laughs> why Who? Why would we think it was song. anybody else, honestly? <laughs> yeah, it's actually called Butterfly. Oh, Butterfly. Out. Or yeah. is it called Come, My Lady? Well, now. Intrigue. Oh. It's butterfly, parentheses, come oh, my, my lady. lady. Oh, okay, okay. So it's it's all of the above. It is, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start listening to more songs by Crazy Town. I've, I feel like we should. Maybe that could be our bonus episode today as we yes. just listen to Crazy Town. Yeah, sounds awesome and to me. And give our fucking reviews yeah. of the songs. This is so... This is a beautiful... Late '90s, early 2000s. I'm just gonna give you a quick pick of oh, Crazy shit. Town. Okay, I gotta describe this. Yes, please. Uh, so he's got he's got the soul patch. Yep. For starters, he got the soul patch. Mm-hmm. He's got some like chains on. Mm-hmm. He has the piercing through like the middle of his soul patch, mm-hmm. um, and a nose ring, and mm-hmm. his ears pierced. But and an real, eyebrow ring. And an eyebrow. <laughs> Don't ring. forget. Don't, sorry, sorry, sorry. And then the real kicker is he's got the frosted tips Absolutely. and the spiky hair. Absolutely. And and the soul patch is bleached. Of course. How could I forget? So. How could I forget? No, this is great. That's uh, truly. I think this is going to be my new, like, stan. My new band that I stan. Crazy Town. Crazy yeah, Town. No. I'm going to be like, y'all don't know fucking Crazy Town? Twitter into. <laughs> crazy Town crazy stan town account. Stan account. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> crazy Town updates. Crazy Town has not released music for <laughs> five years. So true. <laughs> Well, back to fucking <laughs> Charles Manson. Back to I this guess. depressing shit. Uh, <laughs> so, in late 1968, Manson named the upcoming war that he was talking about, where the black people would kill all the white people. Yes. Uh, Helter Skelter. Indeed. Off of the Beatles' white album after the song. Um, I don't know exactly what about the song. I don't know if anybody. I mean, I'm sure there are some like Manson yeah. historians out there that can draw some connections, but. In all the research, it just said he named it after it. It didn't really give, like, a reason why. And I don't really think that there is. Like, I yeah. think it's just... 
him just being kind of a fucking whack job. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the the same idea of like, um, what was it, Catcher in the Rye? Yeah. That guy was thinking it was telling him to shoot John fucking, Lennon. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, in August of 1969, Tex Watson and three other Manson family members murdered six people from August 8th to 9th, including actress Sharon Tate. Manson was found to be at fault by influence. His obsession with starting the race war by killing the quote-unquote pigs and uh, his belief that this would show the N-words how to do it as well. And again, I censored that. He obviously said the actual yeah. word. Yeah. Um, but that was, uh, I guess, his reasoning behind why he told people to go murder other people was to, like, kickstart the race war. Right. Um, Manson carved an X in his forehead during the trial to X himself out of the world. Again, quotes there. And many of his followers did as well. They and you know they would camp outside of the courthouse, be there for all of the things that was go- that were going on. Mm-hmm. The ones that weren't obviously involved, like right, in the right, murders. Murder. Yeah, um, yeah, and this is definitely where it's like, well, he's just fully like unraveled as a person and is like. He believes at this point is believing these delusions. Like if you're carving like, into your own skin, yeah. you're kind of yeah. Not yeah. and p- please don't get it twisted that I'm trying to give him the insanity defense because I'm absolutely not. Yeah, oh yeah. He deserves everything. He deserved to every rot type away. of punishment. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one day, family members wore saffron robes to immolate themselves if Manson was convicted. Um, that was like there was a I guess like a Buddhist monk who did that during like the anti-Vietnam War protests mm, and, and things like that. Mm, mm, so mm. they were kind of like mimicking that, right? Um, I don't remember what the name of the monk was, but I am gonna pull up a quote from Charles Manson during his trial. Here. Wonderful. Yeah, which also to be noted, I mean, it's like he's giving these people massive amounts of LSD, like, you know, being with them sexually. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like he the, like he was for sure manipulating these people. Like I 100 percent feel like he should have been punished, even though he's not the one who like actually went. Oh, yeah. Anybody, right. You know, for sure. I mean, like they. They should also. They murdered some people. True, but, yeah. like, 100%, this guy fully was influencing them. And not just based on charisma. He also was, like, absolutely drugging people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. For sure. Um, Let's see. The following day, and I'm just reading from the Wikipedia article here. Mm-hmm. The following day, Manson announced that he, too, wanted to testify. The judge allowed Manson to testify outside the presence of the jury. He stated as follows. There's just some, like, excerpts from it. These children that come at you with knives, they are our children. You taught them. I didn't teach them. I just tried to help them stand up. Most of the people at the ranch that you call the family were just people that you did not want. I know, and then Manson continued, equating his actions to those of society at large. I know this, that in your hearts and your souls, you are as much responsible for the Vietnam War as I am for killing these people. I can't judge any of you. I have no malice against you and no ribbons for you, but I think that it is high time that you all start looking at yourselves and judging the lie that you live in. Manson concluded, claiming that he was 
that he too was a creation of a system that he viewed as fundamentally violent and unjust. My father is in the jail. This is Manson again. My father is in the jailhouse. My father is your system. I am only what you made me. I am only a reflection of you. You want to kill me? Ha! I am already dead. Have been all my life. I've spent 23 years in tombs that you have built. Which, like, Hmm. I mean, again, I don't think he makes, like, he's not, like, there are some things, like, the thing about the Vietnam War, it's like, yeah, atrocious, obviously. Mm -hmm. Terrible thing that happened. Yeah. But simultaneously, it's like, there's a lot of people who are victims of the system that don't. Exactly. Start a cult and murder a bunch of people. (laughs) Yeah. So it's all. Yeah. And also it's just like, well, um, I think like you purposely trying to start a race war is not exactly the same as as Vietnam. The same thing. So why were you trying to start it if that was a doomsday situation? I don't know. There's no there's no point to trying to logic this. Yeah. Uh, the three female defendants and Manson were all sentenced to death. Manson, uh, oh, Manson shaved his head uh, for one of the days of the trial mm-hmm. um, to, and I quote here, uh, look more like the devil. Since everybody was calling him the devil, he's like, I shaved it to look more like the devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, the women, though they didn't shave their heads, Im- initially they did uh, end up shaving their heads as well. Again, his followers would kind of just do everything he'd do. Right. Um, Atkins or Susan Atkins, after hearing the verdict sentencing her, uh, she was pulled out of the courtroom saying, better lock your doors and watch your kids. Oof. Um, of course, they did not end up getting the death sentences. Um, I don't know if, I don't think, um, Charles Manson might have been on death row when he died, but I don't know. He was alive for a long time, so I think they were able to appeal that a- actual sentence. Uh-huh. Uh, but speaking of him being alive for a long time, he died November 19th, 2017. That's right. Yep. So yeah. Pretty recently. Pretty recently. Uh, one of his prison stints in 1961, uh, and this was just like a little fun fact I added on. So before all this shit happened, uh, he actually became a Scientologist. <laughs> Wildly well, enough. Well, that, uh, that really it makes kind of tracks, some yeah, sense. Huh? Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's I mean, it's just, you know. From one cult leader to the next. It's true. As we said, I mean, this shit just bleeds and bleeds and bleeds into each other. It all, yeah, it all comes from the same place. It's Mm -hmm. insane. Uh, The Beach Boys did a cover of one of Charles Manson's songs. No shit. Um, Yeah, it was, uh, I don't know if I wrote it down, but. I'll Google while you're saying. Yeah, Google that shit, because. I know, I was wild when I found that out. I, they, I think they, like, changed the name and a lot of the words to it, but I guess, like, it was a Charles Manson song. Uh, Never Learn Not to Love yeah. is the song. So, there you go. Yeah. Give that a listen. You can go listen to the Beach Boys cover of a Charles Manson song. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, um, other he has influenced other artists uh, being... There's one that's called Caspian Spawn Ranch, um, mm. being Spawn Ranch after where they, uh-huh. the family lived. And, of course, Marilyn Manson Yeah, got that's their names true. from Charles Manson. Right. Just some of the cultural impact that he had yeah. on yeah. society. Society. And then, I mean, like, you know, I feel like everybody kind of knows yeah. Charles Manson. It's become like a pop culture thing at this point. 
And a lot of people suspect that, like, the whole Manson thing, I mean, I I would believe, I mean, I, obviously it's just kind of proven that, like, the CIA was funding the clinic that gave them all that LSD. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people think the conspiracy goes, like, deeper in that, like, it was all staged to, like, paint the hippie movement as bad mm-hmm. because it was, like, so anti-war and progressive, mm-hmm. you know? Right. I don't know if I really think that there was that yeah. gnarly. Like, I mean, I definitely think the CIA did some fuck shit, but yeah. I don't know. That... And I'm sure that, like, media pieces leaned into, like, mm-hmm. he's happy. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Like, the dangers Which of these, like, that's not really the, the part free love movement. Yeah. matters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, I mean, and truly that was, like, kind of, and I, I think it was kind of dying out anyway, as, like, trends do, but, yeah. like, that whole shit with Charles Manson did kind of end the hippie Fully. Movement. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, really, yeah. yeah. So, that's, uh, that's Charles Manson, at least a, you know an overview you can totally there was a movie i watched i wish i could remember it like what it was but it was like a dramatic retelling of like the night that they went and killed Mm, all those people mm -hmm. it was like a horror movie i don't remember what it was called i'm gonna look it up rq while you get poised for getting poised um well should i should i just get going get jumped into it i think you probably can okay um, also, <laughs> I did see this funny tweet that was like, podcast hosts 20 minutes after rambling on about their lives. Well, let's just dive right in. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I think it was Wolves at the Door. Okay. Is what it's called. Cool. Yeah. And again, like, you don't even really know that, like, I don't think Charles Manson appears in it even because he... it's just about, like, what happened, you know? Yeah. So there's like, not really any context until the end of the movie and it, like, tells you, like, mm what happened you know interesting but i feel like if you are smart you'll be like oh this is a lot like mm-hmm. those manson folks well those, manson those damn manson folks you know indeed um well i've got something less totally dark for you i think um <laughs> so i decided to pivot away from my whole hometown cults for this final episode of cult month Uh, The overwhelming idea that I'm trapped in a state controlled by a racist, homophobic cult and surrounded by branch offs of said cult or counter cults that destroy people's lives in different but equally as devastating ways uh, just became a little bit too depressing for me. A little much, I can imagine. A little much. (laughs) A little little much. Uh, I will definitely at some point in the future like pick up. I don't know. I have thoughts and I have so many dreams in my life don't we all but like i would love to eventually do like a full series just on like cult culture in utah and the Mm -hmm. way that like it's so persevering and like endless and survives so well here but anyway that is for another time and gonna be a lot of work so (laughs) you know stay tuned several years in the future from now um but anyway so i kind of turned a bit And I wanted to talk about how Jared Leto has created a cult on a Croatian island. Yes, the Jared Leto cult. Yes. Dude, I tweeted about this once. Yes. (laughs) Um, Or so that's what he says anyway. So alarm bells rang in 2019 when Jared Leto, Oscar-winning actor and frontman of the band 30 Seconds to Mars, posted a photo on the band's Twitter account of him in long white robes looking like the white messiah, leading a group of people also clad entirely in white. And the caption read, yes, this is a cult. Hashtag Mars Island. Yeah. Also, Jared Leto's such a fucking douche. Oh dude. my god, he's such a <laughs> d- 
douchebag. I, I can't stand him as and a I'll, like, being, yeah. <laughs> oh god, we'll get into his other like shit, but he just like I this music's not even that fucking good, dude. It's true. And, and I'm sorry. And like no shade know. to people that enjoy 30 Seconds to Mars, but I'm just like eh. He definitely thinks he's like a lot more talented yes. and cool yes. than he actually is. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. Yeah, no, he yeah. thinks he's like he kind of thinks he is Jesus. True. So, uh, Mars Island is an island that Leto purchased on the coast of Croatia where he's been hosting the Mars Island Retreat, a three-day festival that is described on the now-removed website. Um, and it says, Relax and restore with yoga amongst the trees. Take a dip in the pool. Catch a midnight screening or gaze at the stars. And catch two intermittent performances with 30 seconds to Mars. Mars Island is an experience like no other. Which, like, that seems like a pretty normal festival experience, kind of. I mean, I'm like, also, y'all can't eke out, like, three performances if we're going to be there for three days. That's, yeah, like, okay. there's only, I don't know, yeah, it's a little. Well, and, but, like, not even really, because, like, what, you're just going to see, like, an intimate 30 Seconds to Mars performance, where it's, like, I feel like music festivals. Is, like, an all-day thing. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I guess Which this I guess, is also, you know, like, a resort Yeah, visit, but... it is, yeah, they're doing the yoga and the shit, but. Whatever. Anyway, so it seems like kind of a festival, maybe a little bit more spiritual than most, but like nothing too sinister yet. Yeah. Um, tickets for the retreat slash festival can cost anywhere from nine hundred to seven thousand dollars, not including flights to Croatia. Wow. Good. Uh, <laughs> and the highest price packages here, of course, include meet and greets with Leto himself. Mm-hmm. Um, this all seems like a massive waste of money, but again, it's kind of like eh, to each their oh own, well. I guess. But yeah. The weirder bits kind of came up upon further investigation. So 30 Seconds to Mars fans call themselves the Echelon, which uh, maybe I'm just missing something in their music, but I didn't really get like a reference there. But uh, whatever, the I Echelon. Know, I don't know. But, you know, I mean, Little Monsters, Katie yeah. Cats or whatever, Katy Perry's people. There's all kinds of names like that. You always got like a weird fandom mm-hmm, name in it, Barbs mm-hmm. even. Barbs, right. Yeah. That's true. Um, and they've apparently been having a cult-like relationship with Leto for years. Multiple Twitter posts from 30 Seconds to Mars fans call him a messiah, a prophet, and one even names him the Menaic Messiah, and then says seduction is his game, purple heart emoji. Mm. Which, I'm like, maybe the word this fan was trying to use here was maniac, because I don't, the word maniac M-E-N-I-A-C is not uh, a word. Manic, maybe? Well, <laughs> he is manic. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't if know. I'm mi- Again, if I'm also, missing something, but... It's never good when you hear, like, Messiah and seduction Absolutely. in the same sentence, you know? Very bad. That seems like it's just a cocktail for not good things. Yes. <laughs> absolutely very bad stuff. Um, many posts from 30s... Oops, I already read that. Uh... <laughs> Uh, posts from 30 Seconds to Mars fans and from the band itself include the hashtag you wouldn't understand um, and have used the term the band has used the term cult in the past um, you know so people will post like the 30 Seconds to Mars tattoos that they have or them being at Mars Island or this other um, this other uh, like festival thing that they threw and using the hashtag you wouldn't understand Following the concern over the Mars Island post, Jared Leto defended himself, saying that calling the band and the three-day festival a cult was all a big joke. 
According to Leto, the band had been called out for having extremely diehard fans and a cult-like following. I honestly had no idea that 30 Seconds to Mars was like still making music, let alone that they had such a strong and like intense devoted following. But I stand corrected. <laughs> I just, yeah, I've never met a single person that's like a diehard 30 Seconds to Mars Me fan. Me either. Honestly, I've never met a single person that still likes 30 Seconds to Mars. No. Like, everybody I've met is like, yeah, like I listened to like one of their songs once. Yeah. I got really into their, um, what was that album? Like The War or something. I got yeah. into that in high school because I was like, he is so hot. And he does his voice pretty good. I won't lie. Yeah. Um, you know i was like okay but yeah these people are intense and it's kind of it's become more about leto himself than even like the music or his acting it's literally just kind of kind of like like, obsession with jared leto and like the what are they like a tour that they think that he is um I went on a Facebook forum, Facebook like group for 30 Seconds to Mars that was like Esh- the Echelon or Echelon people or something like that. And every single post is like, what is his new Morbius that he's in? It's like, I cannot wait to see. I'm going to see this movie because Jared Leto's in it. Yeah. Don't even care what it is. Anyway, so people are intense of it. Um, in a YouTube video that appears to be an ad for the Mars Island Festival, maybe the video is like very directionless, so it's really hard to tell. It reads a lot like an ad for a... Um, like a mega church. <laughs> it <laughs> describes what the echelon is. Uh, there's shots of crying fans, 30 seconds to Mars playing shows, and Jared Leto's long flowing hair play over dramatic orchestral music that, ironically enough, it's not even the band's actual music. It's like a default, like, like iMovie song. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, just like they looked up, like, dramatic song. Yeah. Uh, words flash over the video saying, the echelon, belief, hope. Emotions, understanding, music, support, world unification, love, shouts, communication. <laughs> shouts. <laughs> oh, communication, oh freedom, happiness, tears, dreams. Happy what? <laughs> happiness, tears. Okay. Dreams. It is the family. And then that's kind of it. Like it doesn't say like, yeah. oh, come to this fucking retreat or whatever. Anyway, again, just things that kind of sit, make your hairs raise a yeah, tad. you're like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like calling like things the family. Yeah, good. As like, we just learned. We just learned, <laughs> literally. Like, Yeah, never a good thing. Never a good, even, even folks, maybe some of you who are younger listening to this, if you start working somewhere and they describe the company as a family, quit immediately. Quit immediately. Yeah. Or demand higher pay because 100%. they will treat you like shit yeah, no, and pay I, you bad. They, and then, <laughs> no, you go. No, I'm just not even agreeing because there's a reason why they feel the need to overcompensate on like the mm-hmm. company culture so heavily. Yes. Almost yep. nine times out of ten, it's going to be bad. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's an excuse to overwork you and underpay you. So mm-hmm. make a union, if anything. Please unionize. Quit or unionize. Unionize first. If not, quit. Um, anyway. <laughs> so Leto and his band have been doing immersive experiences with their fans since 2015 when they started Camp Mars, a summer camp in Malibu where fans of 30 Seconds to Mars or just of Leto himself could come and supposedly spend quality time with the band and Leto. Tickets to this are around the same price range as Mars Island, maybe slightly cheaper. And the description I could find for some of the events in the past read, 
This is a rustic nature experience. Expect to share your living space and live in a wonderfully communal way. The facilities are clean and safe, but they are not four-star hotel suites with dinner meds on your pillows. Make sure you understand exactly what you're getting. So, you know, it's giving yeah. fire festival. True. Um, You had to, like, pay, I think the you, you had to pay up to, like, $6,000 to get quarters where you would be by yourself and not, oh, wow. like, hostel style with other people. You know, um, which again isn't like the worst thing ever, but still not great. Still not great. Yeah, I mean, again, it. I feel like the the crux of why it seems so like scummy to me is just that like I don't lo- think Jared Leto is worth that much. Yeah, not a, no, definitely but not. Like again, I guess if you're really into him, I don't know. Yeah. So I, mean, I don't think yuck any yums, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of. I might yuck a yum or two. Sure, I'm yucking. I'm about to yuck. Uh, so while nothing too serious has been reported from either Camp Mars or Mars Island, the idea of a pretty unhinged celebrity, or of a celebrity that's as unhinged as Leto is, keeping extremely devoted fans on a private island for three days and thousands of dollars, definitely does not sit right with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when you consider the fact that they provide matching tattoos um, during these festivals, and as all accounts read. The participants of these tattoos are pretty willing, but also you're kind of in this intense yeah. scenario where you were like, yes, of course I want a triangle fucking tattoo. Um, and the fact that several attendees have reported that when they thought they were going to get a 30 seconds to Mars performance, it was actually just Jared Leto preaching at them. Oh. So that's also not, not great. Yeah, you shouldn't. I mean, at least give them what they paid for, even if it's grossly overpriced. Exactly. <laughs> Play your fucking show with your little band, your little, bro. Yeah, like, that's... Little band that come on. Love. You're here over the whole thing. You called it Mars Island. Play the fucking thing. Anyway. Um, <laughs> what makes all of this far more concerning, though, and leads me a bit further down the cult leader rabbit hole with Leto, is his god complex, his out-of-pocket antics in Hollywood, as well as his allegations against him from underage women. There it is. Yeah. Jared Leto has a history of dating and having sexual relationships with women decades younger than him and has been called out online by other celebrities for pursuing underage women. Cole Sprouse tweeted in 2018, Yo, Jared Leto, now that you've slid into the DMs of every female model aged 18 to 25, what would you say your success rate is? To follow that up. Yeah. Uh, director James Gunn of Suicide Squad, who did not allow Jared Leto back to reprise his role of the Joker after his antics on an offset during Suicide Squad, responded saying he starts at 18 on the internet. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when like Cole Sprouse is the hero of your story, <laughs> uh-huh. like when you when you you look bad to Cole Sprouse. Like I I don't know I don't know what to tell you like you're bad I don't know. yeah, yeah you're a dude. you're a horrible person. <laughs> Uh, a source told the New York Post there was a there was a a while ago an article posted in the New York Post, which is like New York Post isn't like the greatest ever. However, mm-hmm. this is pretty credible sources, and the woman who wrote the article is like a credible mm-hmm. um, journalist. Um, anyway, so uh, a source told this article in the New York Post. New York Post. He's a serial texter. He's constantly texting these 16 and 17 year old girls. It's really kind of creepy, which is behavior that we've seen from, you know, the whole Drake Millie Bobby Brown situation. Mm-hmm. Like this is not innocent behaviors. Um, it never, I mean, it never, never is. No. It's like you no as a, you know, however old he was at that time, like f- he, he was 50 
I believe, in 2018. So it's like, he's not a, he's, yeah. he's there's not, this isn't, yeah, they're underage, so don't do that. Uh, underage fans have also come forward with allegations that Leto has raped them or pursued them. One woman said, or girl at the time, uh, said he was very pushy into coercing me to do sexual acts with him, and he was quite rough and forceful. Once he was unnecessarily rough, and when I told him it hurt, he didn't stop. He never did anything slowly or for my pleasure. And no, he never asked me if it was okay or comfortable with anything he wanted to do, simply because he is not the person to care. Um, You know, and there's been entire online forums that have been, like, just repeated allegations against him whether it's like dms to these young fans um him actually inviting young fans backstage and then doing inappropriate things with them whatever that level of you know the whatever number of inappropriate things that 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 it is however this man and his god complexes has scrubbed all this shit from the internet Mm -hmm. you can find a lot of it but it's like snippets of oh hey this website that's now taken down or whatever um And then to speak on the whole Suicide Squad situation that I mentioned a bit earlier, he has since now gone back and said, oh, this is all like defunct and blah, blah, blah. None of this happened. However, (laughs) co-stars on Suicide Squad have reported that he gave out these like very uncomfortable gifts to his co-stars. I'm sure that you probably saw this floating around. He sent like used condoms, a dead mouse, anal beads. um, And at one point came in and had like a Will Smith reported that he had a henchman quote unquote come in and put a dead pig on the table and then the henchman just left yeah and wasn't he trying to be like oh i was just like getting in character for the joke yes. or whatever so and that's that's his other like thing and weird like god complex and like um uh like antics in Hollywood that he does is he's he claims he's like this amazing method actor and so mm-hmm. he like gets so deep into these characters and so he claimed yeah that that was him getting deep into the character of the Joker but it's like well everybody kind of hated that yeah like, hated, everybody hates you and like the movie wasn't even like good. it wasn't good that. and that wasn't like I think going into that movie it it it, it was unserious. Yeah. And I think you could read it as being unserious as an actor taking a role in that movie. I mean, my God, the memes of the, fucking he Joker. was her, I uh, was his queen and whatever, you know, the fucking, <laughs> the, the line yeah. about Joker and Harley Quinn. Like, and you know, look at Margot Robbie. She, it was an outstanding performance. She was great, yeah. but her, it was a silly character. Mm-hmm. And I think she was fully aware of that. Um, And it's like, bro, it's, I don't think it's method acting. I think you're, like, just a dick. Like, I think you're yeah. just fucking annoying. And also, uh, method acting is kind yeah. of fucking stupid. Just act. Be an actor. Yeah. You're, that's your entire job. Well, other it, than being a weird pseudo rock star. It's like, yeah, I feel like he wanted to be, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, he wanted to, like, have that fucking, um, what was the other Joker that everybody liked? Oh, Joaquin. Or no. not Joaquin. Uh his fucking name Brokeback Mountain Heath Ledger thank you yes yeah. <laughs> Brokeback Mountain that's all I needed to say to remember yes uh, yeah like he wanted like that Heath Ledger effect yeah like, Heath Ledger exactly was so good, but like I mean yeah it's like I don't know yeah you you aren't I don't think that you're capable no personally, of doing what like Heath and like and you know like not to say like I mean I'm not like worshiping any fucking movie no. like, it's just a movie but like yeah. I just don't think he has the skill that Heath Ledger he has doesn't and he actor. doesn't I mean Heath Ledger's been in multiple movies and he's a he's a good actor yeah Jared Leto 
is not is just sorry it's just absolutely not, just not like, a good actor just and go, the thing too is that it's like it's not <laughs> cool to have like a mental breakdown like um we just said his fucking Heath name Ledger, thank yeah. you like Heath Ledger did like that wasn't a good or cool thing or honorable thing that happened it was like he's an unstable man and it was very sad like yeah. I wouldn't you shouldn't try to emulate that you mm-hmm. should try to have a healthy relationship with a character that you're playing in a movie Agreed. anyway I'm not an actor so who am I to say true but you know who is an actor oh yeah who? who? <laughs> oh yeah! I totally forgot. Uh, uh, the break. It's because I just I I'm so uh, on top of it. I'm so and, good at yeah. everything. We're you know what? We're podcasters. We're pod- <laughs> we're not actors. We're podcasters. True. And that is a far more far more honorable career. Let oh, me yeah. tell you. Let me tell you. It's never the, the amount of, you know, just completely unproblematic podcasters that are out there that have never said anything True. like yeah. wrong or questionable. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure. Well, and yeah, I mean, well, everybody knows that like you can't edit audio, so like yeah. you know, it's just like once you say it, it's there. It's out there. The world, yeah. yeah, so I don't know, man. Anyway. Anyway. And we're back. We're back. Yeah, I know. So, like, incredibly back. <sighs> like, it's whoa, kind of unhinged. Yeah. We actually, I don't even have, like, a, my torso is just two backs. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just like. It's true, yeah. You turn and around and it's just, it's a, just another. It's just same, yeah. Yeah. Boobs gone. Yeah. Only back. Yeah. It's just, instead of boobs, it's like another set of um, shoulder and, like, blades. Shoulder blades, yeah. 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 It's kind it's of weird. fun. They're pointy. So. <laughs> I can fight with them. True, yeah, that's that is the true like uh, utilization of shoulder blades yeah. is for fighting. Yeah, you know, well, it's giving um, malignant. Yeah, <laughs> actually, boy, is it? Yeah. Oh my god. Go watch malignant. I was gonna yeah, say, <laughs> listeners, if you haven't seen that movie, please. It's insane. It's the craziest, some of the craziest shit I've ever fucking seen. Truly. S- two other recommendations, if you want, just like a weekend of like. Wacky movies, I would say that's the best way to describe this. Um, on Hulu, it's called The Brahmastra, and it's a Bollywood movie, wow. which are always awesome. But <laughs> it's like I think it's like Bollywood. It's like giving Bollywood meets Marvel, oh. and there's just the CGI is absolutely fucking mind blowing. I can I was like, <laughs> where has this technology been? The CGI is bonkers. And the plot line's just all over the place, and the music is fucking amazing. So, damn, ten out of ten suggest. And then if you want to watch the worst Christmas movie, Hallmark style Christmas movie you've ever seen in your life, it's called The Twelve Pups of Christmas. You would be surprised how little pups there are in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good bad. Oh, it's so Hallmark it's so awful. We decide we want to find like a drinking game, which I'm sure they exist. Just googling oh, yeah. like whatever. And just do like yeah, Hallmark drinking game because mm-hmm. man, I would love they are to participate. Yes, we'll throw a little, we'll do a little yeah. get together. Yeah, fun. that sounds lovely. Listeners, you're invited. Yeah, come, come along. Show up, show up at Phoebe's house <laughs> if you know where I live. If you <laughs> please don't know where I live though. Please don't actually unless do you're that. our friends and you're yeah, listening. Hi. For sure. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so getting back into Jared Leto, so we were just talking about all of his like very terrible behaviors and just like weird god complex as a human being 
And then also uh, the fact that he's like a bit of a pedophile. Um, so while none of this this doesn't really have anything to do directly with Mars Island, other than the fact that like it's him and it's his thing, I do think that think that this brings up a larger conversation about the cult of celebrity in general. Like, why is such a pompous asshole and alleged pedophile allowed to have such this large platform? And why is he allowed to house people on, like, a private island? Why does he continue getting away with harassing underage fans? And why do people continue to defend him? And people are, they're on the article, talking about his um, sexual assault allegations on underage women. The comments were like, this is slander against Leto, da-da-da-da-da, when it's like, pretty pretty um the allegations are pretty solid i would say yeah um but it's you know it's just this continued like defense um being a celebrity or even just like a wealthy person comes with a large responsibility to the public like it or not um and the way that our society and specifically the united states has pushed celebrities up to the same level as government officials has us all walking a very thin rope when it comes to their influence and this brings me to my next point Kanye West. Ah, yes. A man who has repeatedly come under fire for his crass, dangerous, sexist, racist, homophobic, and anti-Semitic behaviors. And my current biggest concern, aside with Kanye, aside from like everything, <laughs> is Donda Academy. Oh, yes. I heard about this. I'm too. sure you kind of have seen some of the videos mm-hmm. floating around um, the Twitter sphere and things like that. Um, there's not a lot known yet, so I'm going to just kind of give you the basic knowledge that I have, um, and then sort of some of my speculations with, obviously take those with the tiniest, tiniest grain of salt because Mm -hmm. they're not accurate. Um, but being the person who I am and knowing some of the things I do, this just makes my skin crawl in a special way. So. Um, According to the Donda Academy website, this is what they say goes on at Donda Academy Mm -hmm. in their daily schedule or whatever the fuck. (laughs) Uh, So it says Donda, Donda in a day. Each day, Donda students learn fundamentals, grow in their faith and experience two enrichment classes. Daily schedule, full full school worship, followed by core classes of language arts, math and science followed by lunch and recess, followed by enrichment courses, including world language, visual art, film, choir, and parkour. Interesting addition. Mm -hmm. But, okay. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, the fact that... And I don't know. I mean, just calling them enrichment courses, it just sounds... It sounds culty. You're right. Yeah, like the language is weird. Um, It also just kind of sounds like they're like, animals in a zoo like it's the enrichment in their fucking thing um but the part that's like i think i'm most concerned about is the full school worship yeah and the fact that this is a very it's which i mean i don't know i have problems with any christian like school institution Mm -hmm. and this one is definitely very heavily christian but you know kanye west style of christian so insane Christian. so even yeah so more just, insane than normal christians <laughs> right um donda academy has a fifteen thousand dollar tuition and parents allegedly have to sign an nda uh, um that's, that's a, never good <laughs> no not at all it's been said some people one parent said that they had to just sign like a a, a fuck what did they call it not f- a full nda basically yeah. but like a 
hey, don't talk about this as much yeah. agreement kind of thing. But some parents have said that it was a full NDA. Um, I could see part of the reason for the NDA being the fact that Kanye West will bring celebrities to the school mm-hmm. to give like lectures and things. Um, so I guess it's sort of protecting those celebrities, but also don't send uh, your children to a school where you have to sign an NDA. Yeah, it just doesn't seem no <laughs> in any way. Like if you can't talk about what your children are doing at school every day, yeah. don't go there. Don't go there. Um, what Kanye West had to say about the school, speaking with ABC News, he said he called it a gospel school, and he said that it gave quote gave kids practical tools that they needed in a world post the iPhone being created. Very deep, Kanye. Very deep. Yeah. Uh, so many schools are made to set kids up for industries that don't even matter anymore. He said that. Uh, with the way that Donda is created and the courses that they have, it could actually turn your kids into, like, geniuses. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I I understand. I think that this could be a cool, you know, if you were teaching children coding, if you were teaching children social media marketing, if you were teaching children, um, like you know, internet-focused things because that is a reality and we do need to be, like, educating our children on these things and teaching them how to, like... We can't just focus on, like, traditional math and social studies anymore. We need to be shifting our focus into, like, what an online and fully technological world is going to look like. Of course. I think that's honorable, but that's not what's going on here. What's going on here is that they are, like, studying quote-unquote jesus hey tonksy Tonks that's is the, in the sound building. if you heard that little jingle that's the sound of her collar in the chat hi hey, buddy Tonks. um you know they're they're singing kanye west's mother's name and studying jesus yeah anyway and having other celebrities come in and be like hey it's me a celebrity yeah it's giving like you know how there'll be like a lot of like influencers and YouTubers who like make like little like social media courses mm-hmm, you have to pay for, mm-hmm. and it's basically just like it's just them being like, well, you got to make videos that are funny, yeah, and then make people good will like content, them. yeah, like that's like the whole like thing, yeah. It's giving that where it's like, absolutely, it's not really giving any actual practical advice on how to like succeed in mm-hmm. a social media focused world, right? It's just being like, I don't know, yeah, it's just giving like, do do what you if you do art and you post it on the internet and it's good enough, then people will <laughs> like it. And it's it's like, that whole okay. thing of like, oh, would you rather have you know five million dollars or go to one dinner with Jay Z or whatever it was? Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, of course, uh. Kanye West, the the uniform is Kanye West collaboration with Gap, and they just, it's black baggy t-shirts and baggy sweatpants, all black. Nice. So, you know, that as well, which again, uniforms are uh, very common, but combined with all of these things, it just sits very wrong. Yeah. Um, Many of the staff have never worked in education positions before, which is very kind of hilarious, just given his statement before where he said that the teachers and staff employed at the school would turn your kids actually into, like, geniuses. Um, 
However, many of them have never actually worked in education before, specifically the ones up at the top of the school. Um, the principal literally has never worked in education before and used to work for uh, his Sunday services. So mm, yeah. hmm. it, it appears to me that most of the school day is dedicated to praising Jesus and praising Kanye's recently deceased mother. And in fact, what tipped me off to talk about this at all was a video that surfaced uh, on Twitter of Donda Academy students singing Good Morning Donda in what literally appears to be like a parking garage. Yeah, that <laughs> it's was really the weird. video that I saw. The students are wearing all black baggy uniforms. And if I can be a bit harsh, the song is honestly lacking in substance. And let me just <laughs> pull this up for you for a moment because it is interesting. It, yeah, no, I, I'm sure that a lot of you had like saw the video. I'm on sure Twitter, you have. It's if you haven't, yeah, like it's it was strange to it's say. It's unsettling. Yeah. I don't know. And it basically just goes on like that for yeah. a minute and a half. Um, I don't know if like the parking garage look of it all is just because they couldn't like film in the actual school because of the NDA situation, but also Kanye West's like subsidized apartments that he made. Do you remember that whole thing as well? I, that's actually something I didn't. I didn't know. a little a little bit ago. Um, he created like like income restricted housing or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and they basically looked exactly like that. Just like gray blobs. Interesting. Uh, well, this is just bringing up his like apartments. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. Doesn't matter as much. Um, so. We'll have to talk about, and I'd have to do some research into it, but did you ever hear about the fucking like Kanye video game that turned out to be fucking weird like no had some weird shit going on Uh-oh. like arg like weird potentially i mean i don't know if it was i don't even know if kanye had anything to do with mm-hmm. it honestly but it's just like another thing that just reminded me yeah it doesn't surprise me. there's there a lot a, floating around <clears throat> around this man but it's i i don't know it was it was very strange like there was like it looked to be like just a regular ass like are a little RPG like video game where your little character walking around. Mm-hmm. But then like there was this point where you could like you typed in the word ascend or something and it took you to this like weird thing and then like you were like, oh you were part of the new order and like just got like like mm. weird, you know? It almost seemed like a fucking creepy pasta. Yeah. Wait, let me see. Yeah. We honestly could do an entire uh I almost said website. An entire episode just on like Kanye West himself just to and all of the many different, yeah, things that he's gotten up to. Yeah, it was called uh, Kanye Quest thirty, like thirty thirty. That's kind of was funny. the game. What? That's kind of funny. Yeah, <laughs> Kanye Quest. And then like it just got yeah, like it just got weird. If I remember, yeah, the strange mm-hmm. story of Kanye West in gaming. I don't know, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'll, again, I'll have to like look into it more. But I remember there was some weird shit. Look at, I mean, look it up if, if you want. Listeners, yeah, because like it, interesting. It, got, it gets weird. <laughs> interesting. 
So yeah, you know, all this is to say that West is a clearly unstable person from the White Lives Matter t-shirt that he wore at his Yeezy mm-hmm. uh, fashion week recently to the anti-Semitic rants on Twitter to the ongoing sexism. He's clearly unfit and unsafe to be running a school where children's parents have to sign an agreement to stay quiet about what happens at the school. And once again, we are hit with the def- end- endless defenses for West. Um, because of his status, he's defended over and over, regardless of the fact that his actions only become more and more dangerous and unhinged. Um, great example is that he recently posted on his own mm-hmm. social media where his two children with Kim go to school. Yeah. So a danger even to his own family, which he has been this whole time, honestly. Um, Thus far, the only concerning reports from Donda Academy appear to be that the schools struggle to operate, uh, the schools struggle to operate after Kanye's endless scandals. And I'm just going to read this quote from an article. Donda Academy reportedly emailed parents to announce that it's shutting down for the rest of 2022 to the 2023 school year with plans to begin afresh in 2023. However, hours later, the Academy reportedly sent a follow-up announcing that the school would be open again on Friday. This most recent message invited families to gather in worship for the return of Donda Academy. The email continued, noting that the school would return with a vengeance and with the help of parents. That sounds threatening. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I was like, "Mm, Hmm. that really, I don't feel good about a vengeance yeah, at a all vengeance huh? um after you after this school year had to shut down because you posted horribly horribly anti-semitic comments on your mm-hmm. personal twitter but okay cool. um yeah so regardless of what happens with donda academy here's just yet another unwell unchecked celebrity being given irresponsibly way more power than he should ever ever have access to <laughs> i would agree with that mm-hmm uh and so. i just think like there's a and i mean i feel like we've talked about it before probably on the podcast but there's like just this weird thing with like america and celebrities and like i don't know i i think it kind of just goes into like how we also kind of like deify fucking billionaires totally and it's just like where it's like we all like want to believe like oh yeah like eat the rich and like progressivism but then we also still like kind of strive to like mm-hmm. have this rich status like celebrities do right it's i mean like, look at the the defenses that are coming for elon musk every exactly. single time somebody gives like a unbelievably valid criticism criti- criticism of him you get like 47 fucking dudes replying and being like well he's a genius and he worked really hard and da-da-da-da. and it's yeah. like even though you know they are suffering at his behest. Yeah. Like. <laughs> it's true. But yeah. So I just think that it's an extension of that. Even it probably is. more so with like musicians because. Yes. And like, you know, celebrities as we would call them because it's easier to relate with. Totally. Them, I mm-hmm. guess, because they do put like art into the yeah, world. Yeah, exactly. Versus like Elon Musk, who doesn't really contribute anything that's like feasible to it, i mean what like right tesla cars, cars that like, you can't afford <laughs> yeah. like yeah but yeah no it's definitely true where you know kanye west has released like some very personal music that people have been able to relate to and so because of that like they think yeah. that he can just go around unchecked mm-hmm. doing all the things that he does because he has the excuse of he's a musical genius i guess but yeah, yeah as um as our girl no name once said Fuck now, I can't remember the <laughs> the line. She says something about like defending billionaires while you're on the bus. Wait, yeah. I'll find the line right now. 
how you make excuses for billionaires when you broke on the bus. Mm. Yeah. Just mm. so exactly. True. Exactly. Five sure, brother. Five sure, brother. Well, that was, that, that was it. That's all I have to say. Me too. Um, hopefully, we'll be back on our back on our regular yeah, shit. Yeah, I think we should week. be. I mean, I I still have a little bit crazy stuff happening. I I am possibly purchasing a home. We will see. True. Yes. Yeah, I've had some family stuff come up recently. Yeah. So, so shit's a little wild right now, but you know mm-hmm. we'll try and keep on top of it. But if not, you know we love you. Of you know course. we're just busy, busy girls. So True. busy dolls, busy dolls. Um, but yeah, y'all. Uh, how do we close Plug. this thing? The <laughs> <laughs> plugs. It's been baby. too long. The pluggy. Um, <laughs> sicky with the blicky, as the kids say. <laughs> uh, you know the the Davinci twins guys who will just their jokes for everything is just the whatever e the mm-hmm. pluggy. Anyway, um, you can follow us on the Instagrammy at. <laughs> <laughs> at Remarks Podcast. You can follow our TikTok at Remarks Podcast. Taylor, what's up? Uh, Twitter.com at Remarks Pod. Uh, leave us a like and a review mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Stream my music if you would like to. It is Taylor Lacey. It's very good. Folk songs about hating the government, <laughs> baby. And uh, shout out to our patrons. We have Justin Vass, Emily Doran, Andrew Vass, and Teddy Soltero. Thank you all so much. Salt we of the love earth. you. And of course, big shout out to Circle Pit Radio. Y'all are the best. And looking forward to some fun things coming up with Circle Pit Radio in your near future. So very, very true. Very excited for that. Very excited. Yeah, I think that cover the about covers it all. That's the then. That's the. Tooth. That's all, folks. Oink. Oink. Um, anyway, thanks for listening and okay, okay, love, love you. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>